this magic moment when we hit play on Disney Plus. Quickly became a lie. A big mistake. I was told by Lucas this was going to be a magical movie last time we were together. Anything is magical in the world of Disney. Oh, complete lie. I'm disappointed. Well, I'm Lucas Melby. And I'm Jacob Tillage. And we are a whole new pod, a podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. We're watching them all in chronological order. As much as we would like to skip over some of them, and who boy, we wish we maybe skipped over the one today. I didn't want to skip over it because I was so excited to just... Well, without delaying too much, the movie we watched today was called The Poof Point. Yes. Which, I don't know why I thought it was about magic, as in the sense of like, he's a magician putting on a yeah. show and for like a poofing, talent making show somebody or something. Disappear. Not like actual magic witch wizard type Ah, stuff yes i think probably the reason i thought it was about magic is i just figured poof i associate that with magic making somebody probably because of arrested development because of the the jokes around like the magazine poof in arrested development but no the poof in this is quite different and not anything i could have imagined no and the plot synopsis as i was reading it just the color drained from my face. Yeah. I was having a good week. I was feeling energized. I'm like, yes, really let's, ready. It's, this is our two weeks. Let's get another episode out on schedule. And no. I was like, oh, oh no, <laughs> that's what the poof point is about. <laughs> so I guess without any more preamble, we can just get into it because that's what we do here. Is- and well, I was going to say, too, even the movie itself spoils itself in like the first like 30 yes, that's seconds. The, that's the reason why I'm not going to like delay like what I learned about in the plot synopsis that much is because it's we just know. very upfront about what this, <laughs> we know this movie what is not about magic. <laughs> we don't know where you got that idea. But. Uh, so, yes, we begin at the beginning and we see... A Disney Channel original movie written stylishly on a chalkboard. Yes. Ooh. Chalkboard. I feel like there's smart people in this movie. Mm. Bam! We see the smart, smart guy. guy. He's back. Hounded. I, I'm pretty sure his name is Eddie, but I'm almost positive. I just about wrote smart guy down in my notes every <laughs> yeah. single time. Yeah. F- the yes. main characters in this are smart guy, uh, smart yes. guy's sister, and Smart Guy's mom and dad. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. I'll say I don't remember their names. Mom, and dad, sissy. Beyond seeing the chalkboard, we're Einstein. immediately greeted by the Smart Guy speaking yes. directly to the camera. Breaking that fourth wall. I'll, uh, too many decoms to list off at this point. Yes. So we'll get a combination of his narration as well as cutbacks to him talking to the camera. And it is not diegetic in a way that, like, him explaining what went on, kind of usual suspect yeah. style after the fact. Yes. It's not breaking the fourth wall in the same way as Quince or Miracle in Lane 2. It falls into the camp of a little beyond Stepsister from Planet Weird, but just the pure laziest. This is an easy way to write a story. We're going to just put it in there as upfront as possible. So, yeah. not off to a great start. And things go from zero to 60. Fuck you. Kick you in the balls. <laughs> I don't want to go <laughs> any further. Seconds. Because everything is terrible. All of a sudden, we see flash forwards. We're first getting, <laughs> like, like a car driving on a street. It weird, speeds up. And weird it's like, noise Bleh! effect. So, we're seeing speed ups, slowdowns, <laughs> weird sound effects. All of my favorite things. And then, quick cuts to... I don't even remember some of the stuff. It was like... 
I think the party that maybe happens later on. I just remember them in the bathroom. The dad but then in the we're seeing two grown ass adults. Yes, and they're forty. At least, at yes. least canonically within the story, mm-hmm. they are yes. forty. They Correct. might be older in real life, <laughs> and they are acting not two. We're not saying figuratively. They are acting like literal children, yes. like babies, going "Goo Gaga, I want my Baba." <laughs> I just made a, a mess. I, and can't, I, I need to go potty. Yes. And I told Jacob going oh, into this movie, is, I read what this movie is about. <laughs> I'm not happy about it. I'm not going to tell you. thinking that, oh, it would be a slow realization. No. They get up front about this. They let you know and the what thing is, is going for to kids, happen. Kids probably would love this fucking movie. Yeah. This is in the camp of way back when we talked about You Lucky Dog of humans why did i say humans just acting in not that like sense, humans. it was humans but not yeah, acting adults age acting or, yeah not like their yes. age or acting non-human crazy or whatever <laughs> and some people are into that adam sandler's made a career out of it but i just find stuff like billy madison i don't find it funny i find it embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> billy madison is definitely in a different boat than this but you're hurting a lot of people's feelings right now you know, By I saying that if Sam was here, he might shooter. be uh, dead. Well, we're not talking about Sam. <laughs> Sam's not dead. <laughs> we'll say that much. Uh, so what was I saying? These are not that big of actors. They're getting a job playing these parents. You and said that the, the parents were from some other old show. The only reunited. bit of trivia or anything listed for this movie on IMDb is that the parents are two actors from the show hanging with mr cooper or something like that sure welcome back cotter one of those old shows and this was kind of a reunion thing for them and it's also a super embarrassing role for them we do know the the smart guy obviously we we do recognize eddie and later on we will see a girl that's a very minor role in the movie but she does go on to do all the high school musical movies and some other disney stuff so but she's not any of the high school musical people that you would think of she's not Zac Efron she's not Selena no Selena Gomez was in that she's not Vanessa Hudgens or she's, whatever I don't know I think she's still a known known one but she's not huge no. like the other people that came out of high school musical she's definitely or at least not the big two she's not one of the together. two leads her name is Olicia Rulin She's kind of cute nowadays. So. 34. <laughs> I let Jacob know that with our last episode. That this is all going to get cut out. I cut out 15 minutes from that episode and he asked, what did you cut? Uh, it would be stuff like this. But once again, when I mention things that Jacob does that I don't like that I would normally edit out and I mentioned that I would edit them out in a podcast, then that stays. It stays. <laughs> so, yes, we get this really all over the place opening and then it starts to kind of settle down to being more of a normal decom where we're meeting our main characters. Smart guy's thing is, and this he's actually smart because it's mentioned he's skipped a grade to, I think, match his sister in their class level. Yeah. But it's not really the big part of him because his parents are so much smarter than them because they're scientists, we learn as well. And then he's got to focus on music and he plays hip hop and raps for a bit, but then also is more of a guitar player. So he's a little all over the place. Maybe he was wanting to be the next Limp Biscuit, do some some kind of rap rock sort Ugh. of thing. He did it all for the Nookie in this movie. Ugh. 
And as I mentioned, the parents are really super scientists who operate completely out of their house. An amazing home. Which looks like it, the interior decorator was Bill Nye the Science Guy. Basically, you just imagine those balls with the electricity that makes yeah, your hair stand up. That walls. is kind of the idea the throughout this whole house. And it's laid out kind of open. <clears throat> it's an open uh, concept house yeah. that... It Keeping looks like, you know, how Nickelodeon or Disney Channel live action sets go, like Drake and Josh's bedroom, where it's just sprawling and massive because it's on a soundstage. And that's how their house looks. All sorts of weird shit like, oh, this chair isn't normal. It like straps you in like Hugs a straight jacket. A straight jacket. Yeah. The girl puts a bowl of cereal into not a microwave, but we're not really Opposite clear what it of a was, microwave. That it was like some kind of cooling machine. I don't know. Oh. There's a fridge where they have root beer in at one point, and they have to put on like a glove to reach in. So I don't know liquid nitrogen. So crazy Jesus. science stuff. Why are they operating out of their house? That seems kind of weird. Well, we get a little bit surprisingly of yeah. the effects that they have on their surrounding world later on in the movie. Quick conflicts ideas set up at the beginning are. It's graduation for the kids. Probably middle school. That's the best we can guess because unlike a lot of things that have high school, I'm saying high school in scare quote uh, students in it that are usually like 26 or 35, age down to 16. They are young, so probably middle school. 14. And then it would just be in the decom situation where it's people slightly too old to be playing middle school kids but still aren't like adults. Yeah. When they cast the Lawrence brothers, they age them appropriately except for matthew being a ship captain that was still a little (laughs) weird so that's kind of a thing where oh we have to have our parents come but they're so kooky and crazy and what are the kooky crazy parents working on a crazy time travel experiment that we see them set up where they're trying to send goldfish back to the year 1863 for Which, what reason? We don't know. But also, they would never be able... To, I mean, I guess within time travel things, you can pull up a screen that says, oh, we're tracking where they are, yeah. and that's all the explanation that they need. But yeah. realistically, they're talking about at one point, eventually the fish disappear. Oh, maybe they went to 1863. There's no way to confirm it. No. It could just be them killing the fish. <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, time travel works. Yeah. So we see the fish, they get spun around in this big center. They have really big eyes. The fish have very big eyes. Yeah, that concerned Jacob a lot. I didn't like that at all. They seem to look like the goldfish you catch in Animal Crossing. So there are goldfish out there like that. Oh, God. The very big eyes. And there's constant narration and cutaways to the smart guy while this is happening, which makes it seem kind of like he maybe gave a presentation about what is happening yeah, at the end that's of the what movie. we were kind of thinking either yeah like to like his class he was kind of just breaking it down you know why well, his parents are maybe acting weird at the party too high of hopes for this movie. who knows the experiment seems to be a success to the parents but the computer system that has its own narrator is very clear on what's happening <laughs> and is saying these fish are growing younger two months old and then oh later on it's like oh poof poof point, poof point, point. So while they're away at the graduation ceremony, yes. these fish poof out of existence because they are not traveling back in time. They're turning into particles and just kind of evaporating. So this is so contrived and makes such little sense. So they're not traveling back in time. Okay, well, you could see maybe their bodies are traveling back in time. But what we see with the parents is it's actually just the consciousness yes, is traveling the, back in the time. The mind of the fish. But if it goes to when they were born, 
then they disappear. Yes. And not just become brain dead or something. <laughs> that would have been it would have made catatonic. They just like their bodies are just laying so there. So it's not They're typical just... time travel. It's not even oh Benjamin buttoning or anything going on. Oh. It's just it's poof pointing. Yes. It's a it's a breaking new ground. But at the there very are we, we haven't mentioned really the the effects. There are, there are a lot of special effects in this movie. I think more than we've probably seen in other movies because like looking at the goldfish they're like they're, i don't even know how to describe jacob it. was amazed yeah i don't know maybe was... those weren't even real goldfish oh, the, the entire time they were purely cg Ooh. even more budget on the they paid for the smart FX. guy these hanging with mr cooper characters yeah, <laughs> yeah and all, all this, the money all they dumped effects. all their money into this and now we're gonna get halloween town next and it's just gonna be garbage yeah it's gonna be a, a 100 dollars budget movie with debbie reynolds so then we see further examples of the kind of disconnect between the parents and kids where the sister's holding up Polaroid pictures that seem yes. to indicate maybe who her, is this? Her, her friends are hostages being held somewhere. <laughs> Do you know who this is? And her mom's like, no, oh, I don't know. Trying to quiz them before the ceremony happens. Shit, yeah. And smart guys like, playing hip hop on his uh, stereo. And yes, his he's like, holding Turn it that off. on his lap in the bedroom. There's a lot of weird placements of items in this house. Well, it's because this house doesn't really seem to have normal structure Flow. or normal layout. Just everything's just yeah. there. So, especially at the final scene They do scene have a normal movie, bathroom. And uh, Smart Guy seems to have a room, but we're not clear what floor it's on. <laughs> Probably the second, but <laughs> very odd. Yes. And the parents are just, they disapprove of the kid's interest. The mom's like, oh, don't you be talking about no boys, Missy. You're too young to worry about the opposite sex. And at one point, smart guy says something is cool. And his dad says, I hate that word cool. Yeah. That's so cool. This is so cool. That's so lame. And I get what they're going for. But cool? To fixate on cool of all the things. Yeah. Cool is so basic. Cool yeah. has been around forever. And then it's after not his, slangy or anything. After his dad tries to inform him of how lame the word cool is, he just says, huh, cool. Yeah. You know, he could have said gnarly or fat or something oh like that. That would be more timely, but no, cool. Cool. And then he's like kind of like, well, I'm kind of still in touch whether I'm cool or not. And then to quiz him, smart guy said, who's little bow? <laughs> yeah. Just give you an idea kind of like, you know, what year it is. Yeah, that aged well. 2001. A little bow wows. He still has his own show, doesn't he? You know, that's Nick Cannon. <laughs> moving on so then the kids get their diplomas for middle school question mark yeah and then there's a funny scene also question mark with Uh. the parents kind of mingling around after the ceremony talking to other parents the The, kids friends the kids were giving them kind of scripts to follow before they went to the graduation they were talking about like sports so he's like yeah just say you really like Shaq. he's yeah, really been he's putting up stats some on board. the lakers yeah so he brings that up when two dads were talking about baseball oh what a faux pas and then and then the the dads are like ha 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 we didn't expect to see you here the mom smells some lady's sweater to determine its chemical makeup yes she knows that it's like 50 percent polyester hey, yeah it's it's stupid but yeah. the, the crowning point of the oh. scene is the principal is wearing a cap and gown like the students, and yes. the dad starts to do some experiment 
that with his I, glasses. I'm no scientist. He was talking about time travel while he's he like, was if you doing hold something this. that was essentially oh, magnifying light, reflecting it off of this, kind of focusing it prism sort of thing and saying oh blah 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 see this proves time travel and then the light focuses on the cap and gown of the principal and it starts his head the dude's his head, head is on fire, on fire and he and doesn't even know it everybody's freaking out and the parents are yeah the principal's not picking up on it <laughs> the parents are not really freaking out either and we see no resolution yeah the kid smart car his his hat is on fire cut to <laughs> them coming home and the parents are like oh that was nice. And the kids, you lit the principal's hat on fire. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. No explanation for what happened. How did he get we it don't off? even see the principal ever again. <laughs> He's dead. They killed him. Yeah, so this movie sometimes just has, hey, you know what? We're just moving on. Yeah. We're just get, we want to get to the next thing. Oh, what a mess. And for the most part in this movie, a lot of time it's like, yes, just keep moving. <laughs> we already know where this is going. I know I'm not going to like the destination. An hour and ten let's minutes just make the, Let's make the, the journey quicker. Yeah. So the parents discover that the fish are gone. and But they just, do not know that they poofed. They just think that they, like you mentioned, just Well, they say, oh, they look like they poofed, but I'm changing 63. Let's try again. <laughs> so they try again, and there's this... I'll use the word again, contrived. There's lots of contrivances in this where as the experiment is happening, the dog, the family has a dog named Einstein. And he, yes. Like Doc Brown and Back to the Future. But they call him Mongrel, the dad Yeah, the does. dad does not like the dog no. because it's a part of his character. So the dog, there's a cockroach and the dog is following the cockroach and the cockroach goes underneath the machine. And then the dog's trying to get at it the cockroach. It was kind of cute. Like the dog, the cockroach would crawl a little bit. Then the dog would kind of crawl a little bit. That Thanks was... for painting that visual picture. It was fun. I say visual picture as opposed to other pictures that are not visual. <laughs> oh. But yes, picture. as he's going after this cockroach, basically it shakes a machine, which then causes a door on the machine to open up, which then causes a part Plop. to fall oh, out of yeah. the machine. It, it, was very, it looks like a maraca. It did look like a maraca. It and might have been a maraca. It was shaped in a way that made it very easy for the dog to pick up and retrieve. Yes. And the dog, very intelligently, recognizes that this piece is important very to the important. experiment that's about to happen. So it, and tries to wave down the dad to be like, hey, this piece is missing. Yeah. But the dad hates the dog yes. so much. His great superiority he feels over animals. He ignores the dog, which then causes the experiment to go haywire. Yeah. And as the, I think it's going haywire, oh, they go inside, they get hit by the, the special effects. Yeah, the, the mom goes in, and then the dad realizes that, like, yeah, shit's bad, and he's trying to save her. But then they just start, like, getting thrown around the room. Not, like, like crashing into stuff, but, like... They're... Like, if they were the Ghostbusters trying to bust the ghost, and the plasma yeah. things are swinging them all Yeah, around. so they're... And then they... And in case it wasn't clear what might be happening, the computer, omniscient, knows everything. Oh, Already height? knows of this poof point that nobody else has been able to, like, figure out. 40 it years old, 174 kilograms. Oh, now they are de-aged to 21. Yes. But then the computer shuts down, and I thought it was going to be like, oh, it was a mystery that the computer got overpowered, so then they wouldn't be able to figure out stuff. But the computer shows up later on just to also tell us how old they are yeah. slowly uh, degressing to. Yes. So the kids come in running, and then they hear their dad say, cool. 
huh? Who are you? And what have you done with our cool. death? But he still calls the dog mongrel. So he's 21, but the way they present that, it's he just, he talks like this all the time. <laughs> Hello, children. Isn't this fly and cool? <laughs> yes, exactly. And they they start calling him mom and dad because they don't realize, you know, what age they are. And they're like, mom, dad, who put you up to this shit? They're like, ha ha, funny prank, you little children. I bet you uh, Marigold's mom put you up to this. Yes, and they um, they ask him, I bet your names are, and they're like, two, Marie Curry and something, something, Eddie. Ein- yeah, Eddie uh, Einstein, Einstein or something, or something. Like, that. like That's what we're going to name our future kids. You prankster. <laughs> we also they- see them in a mirror, or is that a little... We can bring that up now that, yeah, we see uh, at some point we see them in a mirror and we see that they see themselves differently than how they actually look. They see their 21 year old. They look 40 or whatever. And their 21 year old selves are kind of dressed to be prince. 80s. Yeah, one is very clearly just prince. Yes. Yeah, no doubt. And then there's this, this conceit that eventually does come up slightly towards the end where, so they're traveling back in time consciousness wise. Yes. Okay. But then they should still be like, as soon as they get here, being like, what the fuck happened? How did we get here? True. But then they're just like, oh, hey, Mar- hello, Marigold. <laughs> this is crazy. These We're trying to write a thesis paper and these kids are pranking us. So Yeah, so it's almost like they just got sucked out of what they were doing in the 80s. Yeah, and they're just super chill about it. They're very cool. Yeah. I and don't then know. the kids trying to figure out how old they potentially would be. They say, who's the president? And after they're like, oh, you're so stupid. Ronnie. That's why I don't want to have kids. So he says, well, of course, it's the Ron. It's the Ron man. He's a political hero. And I know that time has kind of shifted the, the perspective of Ronald Reagan. I mean, he did famously win a huge landslide. I don't remember. It must have been, it was his re-election against Walter Mondale, where only the state of Minnesota went Walter. for Mondale. Every other state went for Reagan. So he was very popular, but I still feel like... So all these characters, smart guy being the main character, it goes without saying that the family is African-American. I don't know if Ronald Reagan was probably like... Too popular among... He probably was still popular, but, you know, war on drugs and all that stuff. So the mommy says... That Nancy's pretty cool too. Yeah. And it's like, eh, <laughs> I, I How many know. kids watching this can know who Nancy Reagan is? Yeah, that's for the parents who are watching this and hating their lives. <laughs> so the kids eventually convince them about what happened. That hey, you're de-aged to 21, and then the parents get to work in the lab because they're talking about their thesis papers related to time travel so it makes sense that so, they're yeah. able to figure out what's going yes, on yes cuz yes the machine that they're looking at they're like this is what we have in our minds but this it's- is we know this in only theory <laughs> we would need a smaller oh my gosh look at that <laughs> personal computer personal computer yeah so they're like it is possible it is possible anything is possible <laughs> anything that's kevin garnett reference there then they uh, somehow make the extra jump between the de-aging and poofing. So then there's a ticking clock that they throw up. A literal ticking clock of... They calculated somehow that, hey, 18 hours roughly 
until is, is that what it was or was it 24 total and then they worked on 18 or maybe it was 18 uh, well, it doesn't matter. yeah i don't know it doesn't I, matter it, it wasn't a, point, it wasn't a lot of time at the point i started paying attention so to much stuff happened said. in this short period well speaking of stuff that is good for me to introduce now because it had already been mentioned a couple of times is there's a running object of admiration for the daughter in particular which is the neighbor's family so there's yes. a little girl or not a little girl a girl the same age as yes. The sister. Nice white suburban family. Oh, I just wish I could have a normal life without crazy parents. And we see what this normal life entails. And but this normal daughter hates her parents, too. We'll get to that. So it, it does pay off this. Oh, I wish we could be like the mom's name. Oh, what is the mom's name? Oh, it's like. Like in the movie? Corky. The oh. husband calls the mom Corky <laughs> and also Corkster at one point. <laughs> But this perfect, happy family with the dad with, like, a sweater tied around yes. his neck. We see at one point, I think maybe they're cookies? Or the dad's loading something into the trunk of their car. And the daughter's just like, oh, mom, let's hand dad cookies or toast or something. <laughs> and it's, I wish my family was normal like that. Oh, my God. And then there's another scene where they're just throwing the football around in the middle of the street. <laughs> which, you know, is not a typical activity for a girl, but that's fine. It is very no. progressive of them. But the mom and dad, they're, like, running in front of each other. <laughs> play. It's like, did the actors not know how to play catch with the football? So that was something Next I really... Tom Brady in the making. Yeah, that was something I just really liked is there's all this chaos going around, but let's look out this window and be, oh, sigh at the life I wish I had with this yeah. white family next to <laughs> So, right as the parents are figuring out the solution to what they need to do... Oh, wouldn't you know it? So, yeah, when they poof, we now see that they kind of bubble, which the fish did yeah, earlier. Like, and sometimes it's quite highlighted by the dad literally just going like, bloop, and throwing his arms up in the air. <laughs> they uh, had fun with it, you know? They're, they're having fun. So, the computer then chimes in to tell us that they are 14. So, yes. unfortunately, that is the end of my voice like this. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, the smart guy chimes in with his narration saying something along the lines of, our nightmare was only just beginning. And I'm like, your nightmare? That was ours. <laughs> my nightmare, too. I'm living this. It's more fun to tell this than to watch it. We kind of make it sound a little bit better, I think. Well, you just described the mission statement of this podcast. <laughs> If we didn't make the movies sound more exciting or fun than they did, and we just trashed we, it, we just recounted them in exhaustive detail as we sometimes do. I, oh. you know, what I would stand by some of those YouTube comments we yeah. get sometimes. Oh god! So every stage is the most heightened version you could imagine. As I said, I mentioned this uh, while we were watching the movie that this movie presumably was written by an adult who was probably 21 years old or so at the time the parents would have been 21. But they're writing it as if this is the perspective of, like, kids thinking of parents when they're 21, where they're like, Hello, Marigold, my <laughs> lovely wife. Let's write about science. We planned out the names of our children, and I hate your my future mother-in-law. <laughs> what a bitch and a half, am I right, Marigold? <laughs> so it's oh like these you know, that's not what college kids are like. No. But then we find these 14-year-olds, and these 14-year-olds are not like 14-year-olds. No. We know. They're very... They're more like 7-year-olds. Yeah, they, yeah, the 7-year-olds we'll find are more, more like 4-year-olds. Like yeah, it was. they kind of got their ages off. 
they're still not like overly obnoxious, but they're getting to the more heightened levels. Yeah. There's not like really if they a... were 14, that's how they should have been acting like the smart guy and his sister were. Yeah. That's what we're thinking. They are. Their age. But they're, yeah, like you said, they're acting like seven. It's uh, weird. And there's not really a clear bell curve or anything to how, how their they're ages, yeah. so f- or, or even how long they last at a certain age. Exactly. So 40 to 21, that's 19 years. Okay, then 21 to 14, that's seven years, and we'll get another seven years. Yeah, but they and, go yeah, it's not seven, tied to like the time. And then it's, two. It's, it's tied to what can be the most heightened plot-wise. Yeah. And they do spend the most time as 14-year-olds because that allows them to start to relate to their yes. children more. Yeah. Which is actually narratively a neat thing to have and something that has certainly has not happened in a decom uh so far but at one point the daughter just spells out eh, it was kind of cool to see our parents our age because you know what they're just like us yeah that's right my daughter <laughs> so then it was like oh, there, are, there, there, there is a if you wanted to be a little more subtle i might give the movie a bit more credit but when they just spell it out like well, that. they do yeah there is a, that very touching mother-daughter moment if you can call that that's one of my next lines is oh there's some emotional moment between the mom and daughter (laughs) that we didn't pick up on because uh we heard the music but i'm like i don't know what's happening because jacob had just opened up a a pack of all pink starbursts all the best ones yes you know what they say two in the pink one in the mouth i'm all about i'm all in on the pink yeah all fingers Uh I'm just fisting pink starbursts into my mouth. Uh huh. Yeah. That's what people say. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. We missed something. It seemed touching. Who cares? It probably was. Oh, you're just like me. Probably because she was having like boy problems. Yeah. The parents apparently at this exact moment when they were 14, they're really horny too. They were having a lover's spat. There was some weird stuff. There were some definitely like. Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, in just didn't a that second. happen right before this when she got sad though? Wasn't she trying to make her moves on him? And uh, that's not why she quite. and then he like freaked out and No, because okay. right now okay. the dad is showing uh smart guy how amazing he is at the guitar. Ah and he was playing such shredding. a shredding, yeah, shredding, shredding guitar solo, but it felt so disconnected that like it didn't really match his air guitaring yes, on an actual correct. guitar that I thought, oh maybe he was just air guitaring to a song. But nope, he was actually playing it he's Putting the guitar behind his neck, doing yes. all this crazy shit. So, a smart guy is just dumbfounded. Oh my god, dad, I didn't know you could play the guitar. And, yeah, I've played it since forever. I almost and, did my voice there. <laughs> and his, and then, yeah, later smart guy, obviously, we kind of mentioned that he likes to play guitar too. And that becomes a plot. Leads point. into one of the best parts of the movie yeah. where he has a tryout with yeah. a band that has been mentioned a few times up to this that point. That just shows up to their house. Called the Urban Slugs. That but sounds when, like Urban Sluts. Whenever and we hear somebody it says it, times. I kept thinking they were saying Urban Sluts, which if this was not <laughs> a decom, a better, it would be, be a, a better good band. Name. <laughs> yeah, I like if that name. This was not a decom, they and could get away with Urban Sluts. That's uh, a good one. But I think at some point while he's playing guitar, one of the members of the Urban Sluts, Colin, comes by, and I don't even know how he gets uh, Smart Guy's attention, but Smart Guy goes out onto his balcony, and he's like, Hey, man, so I talked to the, the band. You got a tryout today at 3. Oh, my God, today? I can't do that. My dad's DH to be 14 years old. <laughs> and we'll also learn that Colin is a guy that the sister kind of got a crush on. Hey. Mm. So... We're setting up some 
We're sowing seeds, seeds that we will come to harvest in about 20 minutes. Uh-huh. So the kids are then arguing because even though the situation is quite dire where their parents may poof out of existence. Yes. Smart guy's still like, I really want to be in this band. Can't I just like, you you deal with them and then like I go try out? Yeah, he becomes, I'll just mention it now, it doesn't really matter if I see it later, but he, like with the band, he just kind of just becomes oblivious to like everything else that's <laughs> going on. Like he doesn't even like remember that his parents are like gonna see, die. See, if he was also into a girl, like the sister was into uh, a boy and he was trying to like impress the girl, but he's just really focused on being in I'm, the band. Yeah. So while they're arguing, the parents somehow have slipped away. And then they have to go find the they're parents. Riding around on scooters and smart guy, bikes. Smart guy eventually tracks down the dad. The sister gets distracted by Corky, the neighbor, who is saying, hey, everybody in the neighborhood fucking hates your parents. Is, is this when she's showing her like there's just shit on the side of her house? Like well, the yeah, dirt? first they show broken plates because it does seem like the parents cause earthquakes in the neighborhood. Yeah, we, we do see a really earthquakey scene at the beginning. Yes, that is and true. And she also mentions that the dog can no longer control yeah, its some, bladder. One of the dogs in the neighborhood can no longer control its bladder. And then they <laughs> walk outside and we see what at first looks like a burn mark on the side yeah, of the house. I think it's dirt. But it almost still, looks like a, a cannon like shot dirt yeah, at the house. It still means that probably something, some projectile landed in their yard to then spray dirt up onto Good the house. Gosh. So I found that kind of funny. Uh, the world building that these parents aren't existing in this own weird bubble inside their house that they are having effects on the neighborhood and the the neighbors that the daughter wishes she could be like are being like we've started a petition (laughs) that we're gonna bring an inspector to say you you can't put a laboratory in your basement (laughs) and we're gonna get your parents evicted (laughs) and they could have just been like also uh we don't like them because they're black It's a hate crime. That's probably what Corky's really on about. (laughs) Damn straight. So smart guy tracks down his dad who is not with the mom because we get some throwaway scene where, I don't know, they're fighting it for some reason. And the dad makes a mean comment towards smart guy and be like, what do you know? Do you have a girlfriend? (laughs) And the smart guy's like, (laughs) this is the first time you've asked about my social life. Yeah, Uh, Well, that wasn't a yes or no. And then the dad uh, starts doing bike tricks. Yeah, he's pretty good at them, too. Like BMX bike tricks. Bunny hops, and he's going up on the curb, and he's going down, and he's... Doing a... Balancing on the front wheel, whatever you call that. Pretty cool, The equivalent of a nollie. Yeah, nollie, nollie, tray flipping. But, so when he was 14, that would have been in the 70s. I don't think kids were doing a bunch of bike tricks. Probably not. (laughs) In the 70s. Probably not. Smart Maybe, like, riding on, like, their handlebars or something. Or just wrapping your arms around them. You know, the girl sitting on the back yeah. seat. Putting her in the basket. Books we, in the basket. We know a lot about that. You know, like, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Sorry, I, maybe I'll, I just felt a little too I'll, seen when the dad I'll, asked smart guy if he had a girlfriend or not. <laughs> so then the mom we catch up with, she's in a diner that is like a 50s diner. So, so that was cool. She's, she's trying to get a, a, a jukebox. A milky shake. Yes, a milky shake. A milky That's what they shake. call them. My milky shake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> and they're like, that's not actually what you call it. It's called a milkshake. 
And she, yeah, she's listening uh, to some music on the jukebox. She's melancholy about Norton. So that's the dad's so Yeah, name. so it'd be, like you said, the 70s, not like the 50s or 60s. And we meet Chloe, who, when the sister was introducing her friends to her mom, we did not see Chloe because it turns out Chloe's... She's a bully? So it's kind of... I mean, I'm speaking not out of experience, but based on things I've heard from other people, mostly movies, where sometimes girls have friends that aren't really their friends, that they're kind of like mean girls. Yeah. That seems to be Chloe, where she recognizes uh, the sister's the mom. Yeah. So she's coming over and is like, oh, how's it going? Oh, let's just talk like the two of us girls, because the mom's like, yeah, we're both 14. We're going to live forever. <laughs> I'm not poofing anytime True. soon. And then Chloe's like, yeah, let's dish on. Does anything ever happen from that? Yes. Because, so they dish and then she learns that. So at, at this point, I'm like, oh, is Chloe like a bully? Because <laughs> it's like, tell me all the embarrassing secrets about your daughter. But really, she would have only known what was exposed to her in like the, a half yeah. hour. Because yes. she does not have all the daughter's life in her memory. Yes. But part of that, she learns the sister likes a boy, Colin. So then Chloe goes back to friends that we had seen before. Says, she likes Colin. Oh my gosh. And then something gets thrown together where the band tryout morphs into a party yes. at yes. their house. Yes, okay, yes, yes. And boy, I can't wait till we oh get there. Oh my God. So then the mom comes in as their jamming out smart guy and the dad. And he, she just... Plops a kiss right on his lips, and we yes. get a, a sound effect of, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, my. Oh. You know, something like that. Wow. I didn't want to do it. Yikes. And then the dad's like. She gets like, very aggressive, though. She's, isn't yeah. she, like, pushing him on the couch and, like, straddling well, him? Well, yeah, so what happens? Not quite there, <laughs> but I, while this is happening, Smart Guy's just like, the heck? And then yeah. the mom's like, I was talking to Chloe. This is Chloe. I hate that bitch. Why would you talk to Chloe? Well, Chloe sounds like she's a, a progressive girl. Says you just gotta go for it. She's Do what you want. Women empowerment that says, "Hey, you know what? It's okay for girls to make the first move." And yeah. to that, I say, I agree, ladies. Yes. <laughs> Please make the first move. Whole new pod at gmail.com. So she shoves the dad. I'm making the first move. Shoves the dad down, and then smart guy goes, "What the heck?" <laughs> <laughs> and it did seem like, whoa, this is getting this a little getting really PG-14 weird. with yeah. these uh, 40-year-old parents. And he freaks out. Papa yeah, and Norton does. has the dad, I should say. Sometimes yeah. I refer to him as Norton. Uh, he runs off and has an anxiety attack. And he, they have like a, I don't know, garden, like a garden greenhouse or a greenhouse. With yeah, giant-ass with... tomatoes that are huge. They're giant. Attack of the killer tomatoes were created yeah. by these parents. And he's hiding in there under... So something. I feel like I hand wave so much of like the maybe more meaningful moments between the yeah. parents and kids. So right here I have written for whatever reason they decide to work together again and then they figure out something with the machine about how they can reverse engineer the the poofing yeah. process or whatever. But then they go into the machine and it makes them disappear. They're freaking out, uh, Smart Guy and his sister, and then Smart Guy's like, Man, well, whenever I fuck my homework up, I just hit the undo key. But then he hits a key, and this is where I was going, mm. well, um, actually, and it looks like it's the escape key, but then above the escape key, it says undo, so, uh, well, well played, poof point, you beat me. So then they get the parents back, because the undo button did work. 
But then, it, oh, what's that? It's the doorbell. Oh, shit, it's time for my audition. So smart guy opens the door, and there's a giant army of children out there. They're yes. like preteens. Yes. And then Colin is the first one to come in. He's the one who set up the audition and the one that the sister has a bit of the hots for. And she's like, oh, Colin, what are all these kids doing outside? I counted like a billion. Well, actually, I only counted 132. Mm-hmm. So then we just see them party in and it's yeah. straight out of Smart House. But I it think, is, too. The same well, kind of party I think I, the Smart House party scene is it's still better. But this, oh, yeah. Jump. Jump the house is yeah. jumping. Put some kick- jump, jump. I put some kick butt video screen. The house is jumping. I, I gotta go watch that scene again. This is by far the peak of the movie, and I'm not just saying that. I'm not just giving that to the movie. I genuinely enjoyed like the 15 or so minutes where this party. Party, was yeah, yeah, that was party was. Cool. It, was, it felt like a very different movie. Yeah, where it could just be you know a kid a teen party movie. Yeah, which ironically sometimes. There's like a fine line with those where I like I can enjoy them or something like eventually stuff just starts getting fucked up here. But then it's when the parents become like seven year olds. Yes. That's not fun anymore. No. And then there's like Project X. That's what I was just thinking of. Where you, you and it. Dustin are way back saw that in theaters. Nobody probably even knows what that fucking movie is. But I just remember <laughs> seeing trailers for that movie. And I just felt like I was having like an anxiety attack. My I'm like, look at all this property damage yeah. these kids are doing. It's so terrible. It pretty wild. Uh, Project Y. Yeah. Do we want to bring that up, Jake? Don't forget. Never forget. I mean, you're the you're the proprietor. You're the the planner of that. One of these years, I'm gonna have a giant. <laughs> so Project That's... X probably came out 2009, 2010. A little bit before we were graduating. And Jacob had planned Project Y. He's like, that movie's so fucking crazy. So we gotta have a sequel to it. X Y. Yeah. So you had Jacob. You had a bunch of friends on Facebook Contacts that you stuff. did not fucking know. And some guy in Iowa. Wanted to give me his land for his. He had like a lot of land that he's like, yeah, you guys can come down and do this party and stuff on this land. But at least you were being smart enough to be like, we're not doing this this summer. We're doing this was it years like years, years out. Yeah, five like years yeah, out. like I gave it like a lot of time. So he gave yourself. I mean, <laughs> you basically just gave people time to forget, forget about, about it. it. But people did point, not forget. Remember when Facebook events were a thing? Yeah. I don't even know if that happens. Anymore. I think I made that a thing. Yeah, but yeah. so then it's like All I don't know people at that point, like, Facebook yes. maybe just like phased out events so then it didn't exist anymore. Uh, but needless to say, Project Y never happened. Some of our conversations earlier in this podcast might make that seem very ironic that Jacob of all people would even try to plan this <laughs> be all end all party of teenage debauchery. <laughs> it would have been so cool. And at one point, one of the kids we graduated, uh, probably after the end point of Project Y, or maybe hadn't hit the time, just one time made a Facebook status of, hey, remember Project Y? (laughs) That's all he needed to say just to completely roast Jacob. Oh, it was okay. It was Uh, a good time. So, with that aside over, back to the Project Y within this movie. Yes. It's just wild, and we can see how wild it's going to be by basically the second person to come into the house who ends up being essentially the teen roadie for the Yo, urban slut, the best character of the movie. Who's this white kid with the most cornrows I've seen on any white person ever. Like, and maybe... It was thick ponytail of cornrows. And definitely the fifth most screen time, if not even like fourth, beating out one of like the parents. 
when I tried Googling around stuff about this movie and images, it was his image was one that popped up. Probably by people in retrospect being like, man, you know, it is kind of somewhat problematic for white people to, you know, have cornrows. Have hair like especially that. Especially when you look as gross as this kid. Yeah, I don't know why they thought that hair would... And they, like, focus on him. Like, he's obviously, like, a focal point. Yeah, they as, use him a lot. As crazy stuff a happens lot. in the party, they use him as a, a reaction shot. Especially what, in one... Cornrows kid In one really this? good scene. And if you are listening to this on youtube watching this on youtube or you can just go there and you'll see the picture that we'll talk about as a scene very shortly so i just love this party sequence is just so much teen like angst condensed into such a small period of time because we get the neighbor girl <laughs> yes the girl with the perfect family in the eyes of the Coming sister over she and... comes over we haven't even seen the sister ever talk to her and she's like I thought you thought I was such a good friend of yours and you didn't even invite me to this fucking (laughs) rager party. And she says, hey, actually, my mom planned this. (laughs) What? Your mom? Because that's what, like, Chloe tells her is that the mom planned it. Oh, I didn't think you're... I thought your parents were fucking insane, but maybe they're actually kind of tight. Yeah. Uh, So then the girl's just like, I fucking hate my parents. I just want to break free. And then she just starts, like, going crazy. Yeah. And it's like, this... Didn't need to be in the movie. I'm very glad it is. And just we get further payoff of that. And again, this is like 15 to 20 minutes of the movie. And I wish it lasted forever. But then the parents pop up and I get reminded of what this movie really is. But even then, if this was just a movie with crazy scientist parents and a party happening at their house, it'd still be pretty good. Yeah. But no, but it's more like, oh, we figured out what's gonna happen, but uh-oh. They're poofing. The giant ball. The the energy ball. Minutes since last poofing, yes. zero. Because they just done poofed. Yes. And uh, the sister runs to go find Smart Guy, who's in the middle of his audition with the urban sluts. And it's been a very long song. But actually, you know what? It was decent, like, punk rocky kind of sounding. Yeah. I was enjoying it. They had a, a girl singer, which was kind of cool. And this is where, again, you mentioned earlier, he's so focused on the band. like It's all he sees. Yeah, and she's like, hey, yo, the sister doesn't, like, spell it out. Well, she spells it out, but she doesn't, you Well, know. she's saying, like, there's an emergency. And one of the band members comes in and he says, is this what it's going to be like when you're in the <laughs> yes. band? An emergency, an emergency every all day? All the time. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> that's that's his character. That's his gimmick. He, he always has emergencies. <laughs> Something's always coming up for the smart guy. So... We learn probably, I think, through the computer again that the parents are seven. Seven. But they're acting like they're three or four. Yes. Yeah. And then they're like, they're, yeah, the mom even talks with like a slight like baby voice. They they bust out, I don't know, some ball, techno ball that they That they worked on in a science project when they were like 14. Yeah. Follow the deep lore. Yes. So then they throw it around and it's like hovering around, flying all over. Kids are going crazy. The parents grab hoses to shoot water at it. And the kids are trying to track it down. But before they can, it finds Cornrows. Yes. It's like for maybe the best scene of the entire movie. You know, one of those movie shots where it's like first person view, zooming around like, ooh, what's happening? What's this crazy thing? And we see this glowing lights with it. And it's in front of Cornrows (laughs) boy. 
and then we see it go, go down, down low, and, we and don't... he starts gyrating in a way, like doing like hula hoop circles with his waist, and we're like, "What is? Oh, can I can I borrow the ball for a little bit?" Uh, but we see that it's just somehow go on, gone up inside of his, his buttoned up Hawaiian his shirt. Shirt is like Be very disappointed. Dragon Ball Z button up. Yes. So then, while it's in his shirt. The kids run over and hit it with like a tennis racket to break it. Yes. And then Explodes. the dad says, I'm going to tell on you. <laughs> what, uh, a, what a scene. So I did, my next note is the parents are so annoying. Uh, but then we get another great scene because there's a rager party happening. What's going to happen? Well, the neighbors are getting upset. Yeah, they are pissed. And it's Mom also and happening Dad. in broad daylight. <laughs> yes. The neighbors come over, Corky and her husband. They somehow the get in the house and out to the patio. Sure, you know. They just walked in. They didn't have a smart house kicking the bully out or anything. They just had Colin waving everybody in. Who Colin at one point also hits on the sister and says she looks pretty pretty. So Ooh. everybody's getting what they need. Mm. And the parents have the police with them and they're like, hey, we're prepared to fucking evict them. Yes. And then the neighbor girl, they said, this party's crazy. You would never see my daughter in a place like this, you fucking hoodlum bitch sister. Mom! 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 Yes, Cartman walks out. <laughs> hey, mom! <laughs> and she says, yo, you know what? The mom planned this party. It's been a rager. She's so cool. Yo. I hate you. <laughs> if you get rid of this I family, you, you I will never parents. talk to you again. <laughs> and then Corky, yeah, she does. She literally says that. I will never talk to you again if you get these people evicted. So then they're like, mm, uh, well, if everybody leaves now and you're we'll, good for 24 hours we'll or let something, it slide. we won't evict you. Yes. Everybody has to leave, unfortunately. So the party gets called off and my joy ended. <laughs> it's what I have. And quite literally, this is the cutoff where the, are the some parents, of the stuff earlier on was still okay. But the, this is where it gets really bad. Are the parents locked in the bathroom at this point? Didn't they take them in the bathroom or not, something? Not quite yet because they're okay. still seven. They're are they out there with the cops though? Old. Are they out there when this is happening? I don't remember them no. being out there. No, because that would be very difficult to explain. Yeah. There's now 30 minutes to Poof Point. And, yes. Uh, they are still seven at this time. Through reasons, they figure out that this is all happening, the malfunctions with the machine, because of this piece missing. So they're going the around trying to track down the piece. And yes. the dog actually has it, and he sees the dad looking for it. But the dad has always been so mean to the he dog. keeps hiding it. So the dog is keeping hiding it so yes. that the dad won't get it from him. Yes. We get into the final 15 minutes. They start to... Again. Yes. If they poof this time, and after this, it's poof... Game poof over. Over. Poof over. Poof on. Poof over, man! Poof over! So now they are... Oh, I love it. Two years old. Two years old. And we... The mom is out in the kitchen. So the, the change happens when the kids are away. They hear, like, something crash, and they run up. And immediately, somehow, the mom has trash covered the... herself with spaghetti and sauce. Yeah, the kitchen is a mess. And she also has, like, a bunch of shit on her face. Like, I thought, like, she had, like, a Band-Aid on her face. It was very odd. And then she's like, <laughs> This is the stuff from the beginning of the movie, yeah, which that we see. thankfully... I'm it like, wasn't the whole movie? This is going to be... I the thought this whole was, movie. In a way, I thought it was going to kind of be like Quince, where I thought... 
30 minutes of Quince would just be like uh, diaper uh, jokes. Oh. And I thought that would have been this movie too. It was still fairly condensed, but I'd have been fine if it wasn't in the movie at all. So we see her, yes, out in the kitchen and ah, the, bah, dad, bah, bah, bah. the dad is in the bath and I need a mess! Yeah, I need it. He's, again, the mom immediately covered in spaghetti sauce. The dad wrapped like a fucking mummy in toilet <laughs> paper, has baby powder that he's like spraying around. It throws all this. <laughs> it's just... This movie has no restraint. There it is. Pedal to the metal this whole time. Oh, it's a Cranking mess. it up to 11 with everything. Oh, my. So then uh, the dad, being a child, is enamored with the dog. So then he, like, crawls over to the dog. And we get... Jacob thought it seemed like a sweet scene. Yeah. Between the dog was, and the dad. So, yeah. So, well, dog thought it was playing, pretty sweet, too. They were playing clown music in the background which i found kind of disconcerting with the way the dad was, it was really creepy him crawling up and on I, the dog I, to me it looked like the dog was scared but you know the dog was wagging his tail so he was happy but yeah. it gave me flashbacks <laughs> the clown music particularly made me think of air bud with air buds oh, you know creepy clown owner why was he a clown in that movie awful so then the dog loves the dad, so he gives dad the piece. They get it in the machine. Well, a whole bunch of stuff happens before that. Like, he throws it up in the air. I was going to miss that. So couldn't just be, oh, they get the piece. The dad's like, it oh, in. it's a ball. Ball, I want ball, 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 ball. He just chucks it in the air, and then smart guy comes running. So yeah, so he, he can get a dive. And he misses it. Slow-mo dive. Einstein comes in with the save. Yep. And it's like, well, good thing the dog gave it to the dad just to get it back to the dog to give it to the kid. <laughs> I can understand why the dog doesn't like the dad. Why does the dog hate everybody else in the family? <laughs> giving it to anybody just else. Give it to the kid. Yeah. But it does give a little bit of fun growth to the dad that he's like, he doesn't hate animals anymore. And later on, we do see that. Exactly. Character growth. Coming of age. Literally. Maybe we all need to de-age to two years old. Okay. Now it is really the final countdown, like 60 seconds or two minutes. Well, he, yes, like three, two minutes left to go. Get in the machine. He's like, Mom I need to go potty. Yeah, and I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, die, die. I know, I know. I'm not supposed to touch my face, but I was touching my face. Dude, <laughs> it's the, already that and the daughter, daughter is like, do you know how to go potty train? Like, no. She, no. Exact quote. Do you know how to use the big boy use, potty? Use the big boy potty. So then she's she like, I will help you. Yeah. And we thought she was uh. going to go into the bathroom. And I'm like, um, uh. I know that the, the current adults are two years old, but as a, a current adult, I need an adult if this scene is about to transpire as it did. Uh, Getting a deep dive into some of the, the internet search history of the the writer of this movie if it played out the way I thought it was going to. But nope, she's just stay, she stays outside oh, of the bathroom, Jesus. yells inside, oh, I went pee-pee. <laughs> All right. Pee-pee. And then they open the door and goes, do you want to see? And it's like, fuck you, come on, man. Oh. Oh. So then they pull him out. He does not wash his hands, I'm pretty sure. They shove Probably him into not. the machine. And in the final seconds, the the machine works. The parents are back, and they are their forty year old consciousness. And then yes. they also seem to remember some stuff because the dad says, "Pee pee." <laughs> what was that? She says something about you know something to the daughter. She's like, "Oh, you remember some stuff?" And the dad's like, "Yeah, me too." Pee pee. <laughs> 
And then the dog runs over and he's like, oh, I love this dog. And then he like realizes, what? Why do I like this dog? I fucking hate dogs. (laughs) Oh, dad, shucks. That's so cool. And he's like, that's right, son. (laughs) Pee pee and dogs are the best. Uh, so now the parents are back to their normal selves but they're a little cooler now and we see that because the main gathering area of the house is just bedlam it's basically like the party scene earlier they're fucking cooking they got a car parked in the middle of the house they have a car in their house (laughs) smart guy's jamming on the guitar the dad is jamming on the guitar too taking breaks from grilling Grilling food inside of their house it's a propane grill but still and the dog's dancing to the guitar music. <laughs> so what a movie. So then we get the reveal at the end of the movie. We get the final shot with a narrator, smart guy, which we don't see set up as this is why I was talking to you this whole time. He's still in front of the chalkboard, but he says, and my parents basically figured out time travel. So I traveled back to the seventies and I played bass guitar with Jimmy? Bob Marley. No, with Jimmy. Yeah. Bob Marley, because oh, then Bob we get Marley. the pan yeah. out. Oh, he's God, wearing, yes. The... I assume it's supposed to be a wig, not that he grew his hair up, but a classic Rastafarian yeah. hat with the, the dreadlocks. And then he's like, oh. Yeah, I'm it, Yeah, I cool, mom. Yeah, I'm and like, and well, he, I guess he's he, black, so it's okay. And then he walks up to the side and it says, the end on the chalkboard. Yep. So the piece needed to be in there and they were yeah. able to time travel, but then the piece needed to be there to fix their condition. So, shouldn't they have also time-traveled when they put their parents in there? Shouldn't their parents have gone back to, like, Gettysburg, 1863, <laughs> as two-year-olds, 40 year olds <laughs> eh, yeah, like, like so many DCOMs, we probably shouldn't think too hard about it. And you know what? I'm cool with that, because I don't want to think about this movie anymore. <laughs> I wanted to... See, we should have seen more time-travel. I want to see it, like, I work. honestly... <laughs> we could have seen them go back in time. Like, you know, just like a fun little scene, like five seconds, here they are with the dinosaurs. You know, they're like five see, seconds, here they are, Lincoln. I'm, five seconds, here they so are, you know. sounds with, okay on paper, but my experience, so that's basically would have been Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. And when I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, I already felt like it felt too much like a kid's movie. That I felt this was borderline educational <laughs> at <laughs> points. So I can just only imagine what a decon would be like with the lesser budget and also probably more of a slant to educational side. I mean, if we were just dealing with the smart, snooty parents the whole time, it might be hard for me to say it, but I don't think this would have been a better movie if they had actually time-traveled. Uh, I'm not saying like the whole movie, just like a little thing at the end. You know, just for like funsies. They got it to work. They, they finally got we their just, experiment we to see work. Like him credits, just saying that and having the that The credits hat. include Polaroids of <laughs> them in different locations. Yeah, that would have been fun, just kind of like The Hangover did. Yeah. Just like The Hangover. Yeah. So that was the poof point. Not magic at all. I feel like, to be fair, going into this movie, I thought it would be ready to run tier as far as I just... Hey, next to talking animals, things I probably hate, like Sinbad, are so, adults acting like children. So after reviewing it, you feel like you'd like it a little bit more? I mean, I also think we had a lot of fun discussing it, yeah. which we don't always... I mean, I had more fun talking about this movie than Jumping Ship, but Jumping Ship is probably still a better movie. Yeah, it it just all depends on the goofiness, I think, of the movie and how how serious we take The way I thought it was going to be was that movie 
Good Boys or Bad Boys, the the Seth Rogen Martin directed Lawrence movie. And... No, nah, not Bad Boys. <laughs> it was, I think it was called Good Boys. The one where it's basically the little kids where the joke is, oh, these kids found a dildo and they don't know oh, what a dildo is. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? Because they're kids. Yeah. Now they're swinging on a sex swing. <laughs> Isn't that a little naughty? Because they're kids. And it's like, I thought this, opposite, I thought this movie was going to be, isn't it crazy? Because they're an adult. adult. They did a boom boom <laughs> in their diapy. And I thought that's what this movie was going to be. Especially but, with how little there seemed to be any buzz around yeah. this movie. There was only a paragraph on Wikipedia about it. and Definitely the beginning of the movie made it look like it was going to be awful. But yes, but I mean, they were only little kids for literally like three minutes of the movie it wasn't like oh, eh, like five i mean at the very you know but the, it, the ppc and <laughs> made anything feel like forever so but, but it wasn't like they tried to just keep going back to that you know it wasn't like they were trying to like just hit on like we, we can put a mark in the poof points they didn't try to just nail did, the cough and they did not keep the, going they did not beat the dead horse of pp yeah. <laughs> they did not go back to the pp well too many times no so that made it more tolerable it's ex- especially like that's the first image we saw like literally those scenes you know that I, I, like you said we thought maybe the whole movie was just gonna well be first the, we got the little... camera facing narrator which is not a good sign and then yeah no, yeah got fucking like i had a lost flash forward or something of like oh this is gonna be my life for the next 90 minutes it was but it wasn't as bad no as thought it was and i did mention in passing that the the conceit of them being able to relate to their parents. I guess it is basically back to the future. Goes where full, full circle. Marty McFly is able to see what his parents were like when he was younger. Except Marty, there's a little incest kind of thing going on in there with you Marty and his mom. Hey, it's okay for other people. Yeah, I would have been okay with... Uh, okay. What? <laughs> Please, elaborate. <laughs> I mean, they, they got really aggressive with the parents in this movie, But what too. I was saying was that... It's not a new setup, but it was still an interesting one that, hey, we can relate to our parents better that because they're total squares. But, hey, they used to be like us. <laughs> we need a sequel. No, we don't. Sequel. I Between don't Poof Point and Hounded, I don't think uh, I'm really into the track record of the smart guy's decom. <laughs> Two. Two in a, Bigger dog. a year's span. So yeah, they really pretty, were pretty hot for they were really milking him yeah not until we get probably hillary duff or something yeah <laughs> then they milk hillary duff <laughs> now she milks that kelly too milking hillary <laughs> ren romano so if you want to tell us about your own uh milking your own weird wordplay word salad mad libs you throw together of decom stars and your internet search history, Ugh. you can send those emails to us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. Been trying to balance when Dustin at one point wrote us to say, Hey, you guys talked about uh, when Lucas got trapped in the bathroom with like cats or whatever. <laughs> Remember that? That was forever ago. 2020. For a lot of years, everybody. Forever ago. Everybody's like, Oh, 2019 fuck off you sucked and it's like you know none of the years have been great but like 2020 not a hot take but 2020 has been very bad what a mess it's uh, already it may felt forever it's already yeah, the middle of may it's almost the end of may like what the heck time is going by fast and also still taking forever but something that we are trying not to make take forever is this episode so we'll save some more story time for another episode we got jacob's project y we can't even yes. really say endeavors just 
a shower thought (laughs) put into a Facebook post. Something else uh, Dustin requested is telling about Stuart Fest. So Uh, that is, uh, we might even need to say that for a time that Dustin is here because Dustin is very much involved in those stories. Absolutely. But something else we can go into is the first moments where I met Jacob Telejohn, which still seem baffling to know those to how we got here. But we'll just, we'll leave that as a little teaser for Mm. the future. And I think I said, if I didn't say, I'll repeat it again. The email address is a whole new pod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at a whole new pod, all one word. You can follow Jacob on Twitter. Uh, Jacob underscore Telejohn, J-A-C-O-B underscore T-E-L-L-I-J-O-H-N. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Now Google Play has been updated now that I think there's Google Podcasts. So if you're... Google likes to sometimes kill things or change things. So if you're still a Android Google user, you can follow us there. I think I did the correct thing to transfer the stuff over. Still on Spotify and other different podcatching devices. And of course on YouTube where you can subscribe to the channel. My bosses at work, they had known I did a podcast. Yeah. I was like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, I do a podcast with yeah. my friend. Oh, what's the, oh, what do you do? Uh, we review Disney Channel original movies. Oh, like uh, Aladdin? No. <laughs> I've, had, I've talked to many people who think that that's, you know, I, I ask them, what's your favorite D- Disney Channel movie? And they're like, uh, Lion King? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good choice. Uh, but I wish we could watch The Lion King instead of The Jenny Project. <laughs> Maybe that'll be our next endeavor. Nah. Our mission statement here, whether we run out of DCOMs or not, does not involve us watching good movies. <laughs> That's never. Then we go back to the 1980s decoms. But and I'm fine with talking about this now because, quite honestly, I don't imagine they're ever going to make it to this episode. Uh, But they're like, "Oh, we're going to start listening to episode one now." And I said, "All right, well, you know, like anything, give (laughs) us some time to get our foot in, figure stuff out." And then they said, "Oh, you have a podcast voice," and I'm like. (laughs) <laughs> they don't listen to a lot of podcasts it's like well i mean i do sometimes put a speaking voice on yeah. especially when i'm doing the intros and then that kind of peters out until i uh start talking like <laughs> this this is my podcast That's, voice i think you should do that from now on we'll do this all the time <laughs> jacob i'm in yeah, as like, well, as somebody who's listened to literally every second of the podcast we've done. I sound like garbage. I hate how I sound. Except for you, Lucky Dog. That was the, the single episode you where I did the least amount of editing for. Uh. So it's probably not great. <laughs> and I said, well, my now Jacob, he definitely puts on a voice. <laughs> but also, I think just in the nature of talking about a decom or something for 16 to 90 minutes at a time, you can't keep up any amount of hello well there are guys uh so like, i think probably the early episodes where you didn't talk as much you were able to like be more like deliberate to be like uh, uh, you, uh so it's like you didn't say anything of substance I, I, I don't think i did that the, the, i didn't do much stuttering today did i i think uh, that kind of you'll be able to tell we'll see you know sometimes hello. i think oh i didn't say like or you know that much getting better then, maybe but all right you catch yourself that you're still yeah. doing it a lot i sometimes cut those out too when i can it's okay Sometimes it's seamless. Sometimes it's not. Enough being mean to Jacob. Enough being mean to myself. Never enough being mean to... You guys stopped listening 12 minutes ago anyway. Yeah, nobody listens to these outro parts anyways. 
So yeah, the poof point, I don't know, like a D tier maybe. Maybe D plus, no. just because the party scene. D plus. I, I mean, in the grand scheme of the 30 or whatever that yeah, we've watched. At some point, maybe, maybe once this pandemic goes down and I feel a little safer sitting next to Jacob more in closer proximity, we can do a our power ranking of yeah. the DCOMs we've watched so far. But until then, I think all that needs to be said is... Poof. All right, that, that was good. I was going to go, fuck the poof <laughs> point! <laughs> Anyway, I was talking about Poof Magazine, the magazine for magicians. Yeah. Look, this guy Tony Wonder bakes himself into a loaf of bread and then pops out of a giant sandwich to feed the troops. I had that idea 10 months ago. You had that idea? Well, basically, I was going to boil myself alive into a chowder and then be ladled into a giant cauldron to entertain and feed the firemen. It's pretty close. I should be in this Poof. <laughs>